chocolate bars, M&Ms, and your content. What do they have in common? Well, today on the Amplify Your Awesome podcast, you're going to find out that your content has more in common with chocolate bars and M&Ms than you may have thought possible. Are you ready to dive into this delicious episode? Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business? Something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Hey there, amplifiers, and welcome back to another episode of the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. I'm so grateful you're here and tuning in live inside the arena of awesome or listening on the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast and you want to see the video version of this episode, come on over, join me inside the arena of awesome. It's my private Facebook community that is still open and free, and I would love to have you come over while we're still accepting new members. For those of you I haven't met yet, my name is Yang Pratt. I'm the chief content goldminer here at Amplify Your Awesome. I help course creators and coaches unearth the literal goldmine that is within their content so that they can make a bigger impact and a bigger income in this lifetime. Now, before we get to today's lesson and dive into the deliciousness that is chocolate, I wanted to give you a little bit of an update on my 5 a.m. club experiment. On this week's podcast, which I recorded live inside the arena last week, I talked about this new experiment of joining the 5 a.m. club and about how getting up before the sun rises and using that first hour of the day to really set myself up for success, what that really looks like and how I'm doing now. Because I want to say that thanks to what I've learned in the 5 a.m. club, that I spend the first 20 minutes in exercise the second 20 minutes in reflection. And for me, that looks like journaling or meditation or just giving myself time to think because we don't often give ourselves much time to just stop and think, right? And then that last 30 minutes, or sorry, that last 20 minutes is spent in learning. And I've been learning lots of new things lately, especially when it comes to visibility, things like color psychology, which I shared a couple of podcast episodes ago as well. If you're curious about those episodes, I will drop them in the show notes for this episode. I'll also put them down below this video inside the arena of awesome. So the update is that This week has gone really, really well. On Monday morning, I literally woke up about three minutes to five, which was surprising before my alarm went off. I actually had set my alarm for 5.30. I was thinking I was going to give myself a little more time. I hadn't committed up until then to getting up at five. So I felt 5.30 was a, a good time. So that's what I was shooting for. Well, that first morning I got up and yeah, before five o'clock, 
I got dressed, went down and did my walk on the treadmill. This week again, I'm walking in Costa Rica. So it's been really fun to also in that exercise time to learn more about this beautiful world that we live in. And then on Tuesday morning, I actually woke up at 4.44, which is really significant for me because I just am infatuated with numbers and I see a lot of numbers pop up really regularly for me. 4.44 is one of them. 11.11 is another one. So it was interesting that I woke up at that time. I was on the treadmill ready to go, you know, right at five o'clock. This morning, day number three of this week was a little bit tougher. Last night before my husband went to bed, I forgot to set out my clothes and have everything ready for the morning to set myself up for success. So this morning I kind of struggled. My alarm went off at five and I did, well, I fell back into the old habit of pushing snooze and hopping back in bed because I wasn't quite ready. I didn't really think that I should get up my clothes. I really just wanted to stay where I was. So again, this is an experiment. This is how it's going. But I will say that this morning's reflection time, the second 20 minutes of the 2020-20 formula, where I just think about things and what I want to do, what I'm grateful for, lots of different things. The topic and the title for today's podcast came up, how chocolate is like your content, right? And I was really thinking and being inspired by Alice in Wonderland, how there's a quote in there, and I'm not going to get it right, about how They have so many impossible thoughts before breakfast, right? So I was thinking about that. And then the question that in the new version of Alice in Wonderland that gets asked, how is a raven like a writing desk, right? This really weird, bizarre question. So today's episode was kind of inspired by that. So let's dive into this goodness, because I think that for those of you who know me, You know that I love to talk in terms of analogies. I love to share stories because that's how my brain works and processes information. And I know so many of you out there listening have the same thing, where when you hear a story, it sticks with you longer than just learning the facts. So I wanted to bring you this. And for those of you watching on the video, I have some some props today. I went to the, the gas station, which probably one of the few times I was glad that it was literally just down the street from my house. I didn't have to go to the grocery store. I went there and grabbed two goodies. A chocolate bar, of course, and M&M's. Now, personally speaking, I would prefer that these would be dark chocolate, but you know, at the convenience store, you're kind of limited on your choices. So here we are. It doesn't change what we're going to talk about. It doesn't change the nature of today's lesson at all. So let's talk about this chocolate bar first. Now, when you think about this chocolate bar, you may think it's delicious. You may think that it's not delicious. No matter what you feel about chocolate, just use this analogy that we're going over today and see how it relates to your content. Because at the end, I'm going to give you a little action item that you can literally do today to dive into your content. Okay, so this chocolate bar. This chocolate bar is equivalent to your big pieces of content. Maybe you're a blogger. So you're, for every blog you write, that's equivalent to one chocolate bar. So maybe you have 25 of these chocolate bars. Maybe you have 50 or 100 or 1,000. When I first came into the online space, the first thing I did was start a blog. So I literally 
over all of these years probably have close to several hundred, if not thousands of blog posts, right? So I have lots of these chocolate bars at my disposal. What happens really often with creatives, course creators, coaches, we're always on a mission to create content that's going to resonate with the people we want to attract into our business, right? We want to help them on their journey. We want to be a resource for them. And what happens in this process is that we have all these chocolate bars, yet we forget that we have them. And they build up and build up and build up. And before we know it, we just have all these chocolate bars that no one gets to enjoy. And that, my friend, is a sad day, right? Because I know that content takes a lot of time and preparation and effort, whether you're having someone help you in this process or you're spending your own time to create these things, you're putting in valuable time to make this happen. So what would happen if you went into your vault today, into this place where you store all of your content. What if you went in and just made a list of all these chocolate bars you have so that they're all in one central location? How helpful would that be? Would that be able to help you put together some things to assist in your relationship building with new clients or current clients? Absolutely, because just because you created this chocolate bar a year ago, there's likely something in there that's relevant right now. All right, so if you get these kind of chocolate bars inside, let's open this up. There's something a little special with them. And interestingly enough, the other day I saw a commercial on Hulu, I think it was, and it was about this particular brand of chocolate. So I don't know if there was a subconscious planting of the seed the other day when I came up, you know, to really inspire me for today's topic that I wrote about in my journal this morning for today's podcast episode. So let's take a look at this. So these chocolate bars, while on the outside, they look whole and it looks like one singular piece. When you open it up, this chocolate bar is made for sharing. All you have to do is break apart a piece, and it breaks into smaller pieces. So what if you took one of your chocolate bars today and broke off three, just three, just three little pieces, and you were able to share those? What if you, again, took that chocolate bar, broke off three little bits, and shared those out today to help people discover that big chocolate bar you created. Would that change things? Would it make it easier for you to sprinkle your goodness across the interwebs? I know when lots of people come to me, they always are overwhelmed with content and specifically content repurposing. How do you do it? Why do you do it? What do I need to repurpose, right? But what if it was as simple as taking that big piece of chocolate and breaking off a couple of little squares to share. Would that help in filling up your content calendar? One of the members inside our Arena of Awesome community is Deb Laflamme. Now, Deb Laflamme is a chief ideapreneur at For the Love of Your Biz, and her superpower is coming up with creative ways to help you share 
on social. And she creates every month a calendar that you can literally use. And she gives you ideas on how to to bring out the stories, bring out the different things you want to share about yourself and your business to make sure you infuse you into your business. And she has these calendars that you can print out every month. And I will drop the link for her group inside or underneath this video, as well as in the show notes. Because what if you could take Deb's content calendar and you could take one of your chocolate bars and break off a couple of pieces, maybe one piece every other day, and use Deb's content calendar to find those right pieces? How amazing would that be? And then if you use some sort of scheduler, you could literally schedule that out a week ahead, two weeks ahead, a month ahead. Would that help reduce the amount of overwhelm you might be feeling when it comes to sharing these little squares of chocolate across the interwebs? I sure think so. But there's something even cooler than this. So now we have this, this idea of this big chocolate bar, which is your content. And I'm going to give you some specific examples here in just a minute, but let me go back here. So you have your big chocolate bar. You break off three pieces. You grab Deb's calendar. You fill in those pieces with these little squares that you have pulled out from your chocolate bar. And then you break them into even smaller bits. So we have these M&Ms, right? I don't know if you can see this on the camera or not. They're little tiny pieces. What if you took one of these little tiny squares and broke off even more goodness in tiny little pieces? How much more would you be able to share your awesomeness across the internet? Are you getting how easy sharing your content and repurposing your content and digging into that content goldmine that I talk about? Does it seem easier to you? It really can be as simple as taking that big piece, breaking it off into squares, and then taking those squares and turning them into little M&Ms, even smaller bits of goodness. If you did this for every piece of content you had, you would probably have enough content to share every single day for probably six months, a year, even a couple years. Isn't that crazy to think about? If all you focused on was not always the creating of content, but breaking up your content into smaller and smaller pieces of chocolate and sharing those with people, because if they find this little piece delicious, they're going to want to go get this bigger piece. And that piece is going to want to have them consume this piece and this piece and this huge chocolate bar. And then all of the other chocolate bars you care to share with them. Now, that's what I call a delicious way to create and repurpose your content in a fun, lighthearted way, right? I see a lot of times people come to me and they are in overwhelm because it feels complicated. It feels daunting. It feels just really hard to take your bigger pieces of content and break them down into smaller pieces. But if you think about your chocolate bars, those chocolate squares, and even those M&Ms, and that's how you view your content, life gets a lot more interesting because some people like dark chocolate, some people like chocolate with caramel, 
Some people like chocolate with nuts, right? Different people like different things. And by sprinkling out these little pieces, you can appeal to more people. It's not just this one and done, which I see so often on social media. You publish something like a podcast and you share it one time and that's it. What happens to it? It kind of dies this slow, painful death. And that is exactly the opposite of what I want for you and your content. So I promised that I would share some specific examples for you to take your chocolate bars and break them down all the way into M&Ms. So let's do this. Let's imagine that you are someone who creates video. Now, I do create a lot of video. However, that's not always my primary focus. My focus is on the podcast. I want people to listen to the podcast because I know, for one, that podcasting is a really powerful medium because I'm not asking somebody to sit in front of a computer and watch a video to learn from me. They can actually learn on the go by listening to the podcast and the portability of podcasts, the convenience for the listener, because they can listen wherever and whenever they like. They're not tied to any specific day and time. They can even listen when they're off of Wi-Fi. All they have to do is download it before they head into that situation and voila, they can literally be listening to my voice when they're traveling to work, when they're out for walks. That's how I consume a lot of content. Usually when I'm walking outside, I will take something with me to learn, to inspire me. Audio has become literally my favorite medium. And while I will always talk about using the power of live video, it is super powerful. I even have a seven-day live streaming challenge if you need help with going live because it literally took me more than a dozen years to feel comfortable on camera. So I understand what it feels like to be afraid of this medium. Now that I've embraced it, I see that it's very powerful in the sense that it builds connection, it builds rapport really quickly, and then I know that this video I can turn into audio. And I use some software to help me do that. It actually does it automatically. So every time I go live here inside my group, I know that this piece of software is going to take that live and turn it into audio. How amazing is that? I don't even have to, to, to go do that manually. It's done automatically for me. And if you're curious to know, just write tools down below this video if you're watching live, or I will also link this up on today's show notes if you're listening on the podcast. I'm a really big believer in automation, and I used to be guilty of automating way too much and took myself out of the relationship building. I've since backtracked and understand that building relationships, coming to you here live and connecting with you in real ways, and then allowing my software to do stuff on the back end for me that you don't see, that's the best way to use automation and tools and software and use them in your business in a really, really smart way. So we have a video. We can turn it into an audio for a podcast. There's this big chocolate bar. So you're going to take your video and turn it into an audio. And essentially, you now have two chocolate bars. 
and I don't have two chocolate bars to demonstrate, but you get the idea, right? You've literally multiplied your content without doing any more work. So that's number one, right? You can double the fun without any more effort, which is the really, really, really cool thing about this whole process that I walk through with my clients, right? We learn how to do that and put it on autopilot so you don't even have to think about it. Then for that audio in the video, you can take out little nuggets or little squares. Now, these squares can be quotes. They can be little waveform videos where there's a voice in the background. You can hear little video clips. You can hear audio clips. And it, there's a little bar in the front that moves up and down to signify that it's something to listen to, right? So you have now some quotes. You have some video or audio clips. Maybe you have some graphics. And what if you broke these up into even smaller bits? What if you turned one of those graphics into three more? What if one of them gets shared on Instagram? What if one of them gets shared on your website? And what if one of them is shared on Pinterest? Right? It's the same content but shared in a different way. So it's going to appeal to more people because you're giving more people the opportunity to taste your wares in this case, right? There's lots of ways for them to get to know, like, and trust you. And when you can do that by sprinkling out these delicious M&Ms and leaving a little trail that lead to the bigger pieces and then to the whole chocolate bar, that's where the magic really, really begins, right? So now we started with a video, we turned it into audio, we pulled out some things like quotes and we have graphics and we have little audiograms and we can even create graphics that look different for different platforms. So before you know it, your one singular piece of chocolate, your big piece of chocolate that you have filed away somewhere becomes dozens, several dozens, or even hundreds of pieces of content. And then you can sprinkle this deliciousness all over the internet. I want you to hear me when I say this next part. It's really, really, really tempting to want to be on all the platforms all at once. I have done that. It is frustrating. It's overwhelming. And it's kind of a swing and miss with all the platforms because I'm not catering to those platforms. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to, today, go into your archives, whether that's somewhere like Google Drive or Dropbox, maybe the hard drive of your computer, and pull out one of your big chocolate bars, one of your favorites, something that you love to talk about a lot. Pull that puppy out. Okay, so that's number one. You're going to pull that out of your your archives, and then you're going to break it off and turn it into a different piece of audio, a different piece of content. It could be audio. It could be a little quote from your, your blog post or your video. It could be a graphic. And then you're going to turn one graphic into multiple, right? And really all you need to do this are pretty free tools, right? You don't need to have all the automation, all the software right now, because that can also get complicated. So I want you to do that, but I want you to focus on 
one platform to engage with people and one platform to drive traffic. So rather than focusing on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and all these places and putting a little bit everywhere, I want you to pick your primary place that you want to engage with your audience. For me, it is my Facebook group. Inside the Arena of Awesome, this is where I love to come to connect with you on a deeper level, get to know you a little more, ask for your feedback. I like to do my live audio recordings for my podcast inside this group in video format. Right? There's so much I want to do in this group. So for me, this is my preferred engagement platform. Secondly, though, I need a way to drive some traffic. So where can I put my content that's going to help people find me? If I want them to come to my Facebook community, I need to have a way for them to get there. So I will use a platform like Pinterest, which is not a social platform, but a search engine. People go there and search for things. And if your content is there and it's easily found using the right keywords, the right titles, that's pretty awesome. Pinterest is a really, really powerful platform. I've used it off and on in my business, but I know for this next quarter, that is going to be one of my places that I'm going to put a lot of content and a lot of effort into because I've seen the results. I did a test recently on Pinterest and I don't even know how this is possible, but my engagement on my posts by posting one post a day, and I just took one piece of content or one graphic and turned it into seven seven little pieces that had the same content, just different images, all driving back to my website. Over the course of that one week experiment, my engagement on Pinterest went up over 20,000%. I have no idea logically how that is possible, right? You would think only 100%, right? Because if you're going from zero to 100, that's a lot. But it was literally over 20,000% increase engagement, which was completely wild. But then I fell back into the habit of wanting to be on more platforms and sprinkle my stuff a little bit further. The end result was that none of those platforms got any traction. So now I know that I need to focus on that traffic driver. So what is that for you? Let me know if you're watching live or on the replay. Let me know what is your one platform you're going to work on for engagement? And what is one platform you're going to work on for driving traffic to where you want to engage with people? Let me know in the comments below. I really cannot wait to find out what, what your plan is because there's no right or wrong to this. I want you to choose these things based on number one, what is the easiest for you? And number two, where your people are hanging out. Are they hanging out on Pinterest? Are they hanging out in Facebook in your Facebook group? Are they hanging out on Instagram? Where do people like to hang out with you, right? So think about those things when you're deciding your engagement platform and your traffic driving platform, okay? Let me know in the comments down below. So my friends, there you have it. Now you know why chocolate bars and M&Ms have everything to do with your content and how you can sprinkle all the goodness you create, the transformation you create for and with your clients, 
how you can sprinkle things far and wide, make things very interesting, and of course, always delicious. Your takeaway again today, let me just reiterate what I want you to do. I want you to go into your archives, find that big piece of content. I want you to break it off into some smaller pieces and then even smaller pieces still to take your content from chocolate bar to those squares to little M&Ms. And I want you to come back into the arena and share this with me. Share that big piece of content. Share those little pieces and then share those little M&Ms so that you can lead people back to enjoying that big chocolate bar that you've spent so much time and effort and love in creating. Well, that wraps up, my friends. Thank you for joining me live. If you are joining me live as I'm recording this inside the arena of awesome, or thank you for listening over on the podcast. You being here, asking questions, engaging with me, and and really wanting to find out the easy ways to turn your content into a literal goldmine. That's why we're here. That's what I love to do. And before I forget, I am working on something brand new, actually a couple things. One of them is a VIP day where you and I will spend a day together, we'll work together in a kind of a done with you fashion, and we'll literally dive into your content, create a plan for sprinkling all the goodness across the interwebs and really make a strategy that's going to work for you and your business. If you are interested in grabbing one of those VIP days, I'm opening up three over the next four weeks. Let me know. Pop the word VIP or the letters VIP under this video if you are joining me live or on the replay. And if you're listening on the podcast, Come on over to the Arena of Awesome. Let me know you're interested in doing a VIP day where we can literally do this whole process, set up the process, set up all the tools you need, all the automation tools you need, and have a strategy in place so that you never have to wonder what to post on social media again, because we're going to dive in and grab things from your content goldmine. Until next time, my friends, I wish you an amazing day. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. Let's continue this conversation inside my Facebook community, the Arena of Awesome, while it's still free and open to new members. Come share your biggest takeaways and ahas. Plus, every week inside the arena, you'll get access to me, and I may even share content I don't share anywhere else. Until next time, my friend, go out there today and amplify your awesome.